Welcome to another episode of Info to Grow, the podcast that's bringing you all you need to know about agronomy and plant health. Uh, another good episode today, reoccurring guest, Dr. Gordon Kaufman, our turf expert, joins us again. A few months ago, we talked to him right as the pandemic and quarantine were getting started. Nobody really knew what was going on, especially golf courses. So we're going to check back in with him, get an update on what golf courses are up to now. And then we chat a little bit about some foliar nutrition products and how they can be of use to turf grass superintendents. So let's get into it. Here's Dr. Gordon Kaufman. All right, we now welcome back a very special guest. He's been on the show before. It is our turf expert, Dr. Gordon Kaufman. Uh, Gordon, thanks for joining us again. How are you doing today? Alex, doing real well. Great to be back. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't uh, run you off. So last time we talked, it was the middle, mid-late March, the pandemic, the quarantine was kind of full bore. Uh, we were, everybody was kind of unsure of what lied ahead in the future. Things have changed since then. Uh, and when we last talked, you know, golf courses were either not open at all, just open for maintenance. So can you give us kind of an update on, on where courses and, and the industry is right now? Sure, Alex. Yes. Yeah, so right now, golf courses are opening back up. I mean, we're in a little bit of a sweet spot in this industry because obviously golf's played outside. So that's uh, helpful. And certainly as long as the golfers and the operations are following, I think really state um, and local guidance with respect to, you know, maintaining safety that for the most part, golf courses have been able to open safely and successfully over the past month or so. And, but again, it's going to vary, I think, moving forward, uh, state to state. Yeah. And that's what I know. Well, one with professional sports, golf was one of the first ones to do any type of, uh, you know, broadcast for, for competition uh, on golf courses, which was cool to watch and finally get some sports back on TV. But also on a recreational level, I feel like I drive by golf courses and the parking lots are full, no matter what the time of day is. And, uh, you know, from friends and family, I hear they're, they're waiting to get on the course. And, and so it's good to hear because, you know, a couple months ago, you and I were talking and we really didn't know what light ahead. So to, to see parking lots full, it was, it was a good feeling. Absolutely, Alex. I've seen the same thing. I mean, most of the clubs that, uh, that I drive by or that, uh, you know, I talk to customers and um, they said they're all very busy. So, you know, that's a really good sign. Uh, we just have to continue to monitor things uh, again, moving forward. Um, obviously, it's a pretty fluid situation. So. Yeah, exactly. So last time we, we talked, we were chatting about uh, some of the turf foliar programs that we put together. But today I wanted to dive into specifics on the products that are involved, involved with the programs and some of the technologies in those products. So one of them that I see a lot is the Maniplex line, uh, not only in agriculture, but also in our turf industry. Uh, I had uh, Andrew Peterson on the show for the last episode where he talked about foliar nutrition for agriculture. So I'm excited to chat with you about how it works for turf. Um, so with the Maniplex products, give me a rundown of the technology and, and how it works for, for turf specifically. Sounds good. So uh, the Maniplex technology, I've been really impressed with uh, its performance and specifically the technology as it relates to uptake efficiency. Uh, there's been some uh, work done in um, smaller crops looking at uh, you know, the, the efficiency of uh, Maniplex applied as, you know, for example, zinc uh, with really the highest score of any of the other nutrients applied as foliar fertilizers. The key to the Maniplex technology is really the uh, small molecular size of the sugar alcohol, uh, which is, um, you know, really important because 
when you try to apply uh, nutrients and formulations to turf grass uh, leaf tissue, uh, the channels, and I don't want to get into a, you know the chemistry yeah. of this here too much, but the channels are pretty small. So the smaller the uh, molecular size of the spray solution, uh, the better the uh, uptake efficiency and the percent of nutrients that ultimately get into the plant. Um, another key aspect to the Manaplex technology is the humectant properties. So what that essentially does is keep uh, those nutrients in solution longer on the canopy, which uh, improves the uptake efficiency. And then finally, uh, plant recognition of the sugar alcohol allows those nutrients to assimilate much more, much more rapidly. Yeah, that's what I've, I've come to understand is like, uh, you know, the, there are access points um, in the plant. That's what the Manaplex technology, you know, utilizes those access points to, to move itself through the plant. Um, so you said the, the product sits on the canopy well. And do I remember that the product reactivates sometimes if it, can get, if it gets wet? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once you get those nutrients back into solution, there's just a higher degree of uptake. So the worst thing that can happen is if you apply the materials and then uh, it gets, you know, the canopy dries out. Mm -hmm. um, some of that nutrient that was in solution will be absorbed by the plant, but the sooner it dries out, you end up with probably less um, uptake than you would if that stays, you know, in solution on the canopy. So those humectant properties will allow it to uh, essentially redissolve and um, improve the uptake efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. And then from a, you know, when we use these products in agriculture, we always talk about, well, if it rains, it, you know, you might get a little bit of reapplication, but in golf, does like a morning dew play, play a role there? Um, certainly what will happen is, uh, you know, you want to wait till the dew is off the putting surface. Although some, you know, golf course superintendents will actually go in and whip the dew off before they spray. Uh, or you probably, the best thing to do is probably to cut the grass first and then spray. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, just the Manaplex line feels so diverse. Uh, there's several products in it. You know, some of them are element or micro element specific, you know, like the Manaplex zinc. Um, but there's also some micro packs that, combine different products then. So what are some of the, the more popular products uh, in the Manaplex line for turf? Yeah, Alex. So like you said, I mean, a lot of the just straight micronutrient formulas um, that have come from ag, because on the ag side, you know, we focus on, on micronutrients, mm -hmm. uh, but we do have some more complete and balanced formulas that I like to recommend for turf grass managers, uh, particularly ones that have a higher nitrogen analysis uh, so that, you know, a superintendent can uh, supply a small dose of nitrogen and also have like a package of uh, micronutrients primarily, but also phosphorus and potassium. So with that, you know, I'd recommend products like the Total Turf uh, or the Manaplex Grow. Yeah, the Total Turf one is that I see a lot and the name kind of speaks for itself where it's uh, it's got everything kind of combined that, that a super might need. Um, so, but yeah, the Manaplex line, I just, I see it all over the place, um, and, and how it works in ag. And so it's, it's neat to see that the same, well, well it's always fascinating to me because corn is a grass, right? And then that's all turf is. And so it, it makes total sense that these, these products, you know, translate from one industry to the other. So, um, anything else on Manaplex that, that you want to throw out there? Uh, no, I think that covers it. I mean, like you said, you know, there's certainly some some nuances associated with the turf grass management, but as far as the the foliar formula and the technology works, yeah, it, it works 
pretty much the same in a variety of plants. Mm -hmm. And then here at Brent, so we have the Brent product line, and then we also have the Grig product line, which uh, utilizes a different form of technology, but uh, the, the Grig products are, are widely used and widely recognized uh, in the industry. Right. So, so yeah, Grig, another great foliar fertilizer option. I just want to point out that they're both great uh, mm -hmm. foliar technologies. Um, the Grig line is centered on an amino acid complex technology. So you've got amino acids as the, the carrier of the nutrient, essentially. And what that provides is an organic, um, again, a, an organic uh, product that is, uh, it's not OMRI certified, but it's uh, the, the complexing agents are um, derived from organic material. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, it's very stable uh, in solution. And um, it's really the ratio that the, the, um, the amount of amino acids, the type of amino acids and those ratios that provide uh, this, the, really the stability. And the other key thing here is that we've got uh, some additional uh, components that uh, build plant health, such as sea plant extract um, and another, you know, key ingredients there. So th those are the key differences. Both great technologies, but um, you know, just a little bit different. Yeah, you mentioned uh, stability there, and then kind of mixing together. Um, is is tank mixing fairly common in in turf? You know, I know in ag, you know, we're mixing with herbicides and fungicides. Is is it? common to run foliar fertilizers along with other products as well like that? Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would say that, you know, for a golf course superintendent, you probably have way more in the tank than, than a farmer and, uh, you know, for ag. Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes you'd have upwards of, you know, eight to 10 products in a tank. So that makes the, the, uh, the mixing of those materials uh, really critical. So essentially what happens in with these products is you end up, uh, the amino acids protect the nutrients from interacting with other things in the tank. And that that's what provides the stability. Mm -hmm. And it also is what provides the uptake efficiency. And our, all the grid products are compatible with each other, right? Don't they all work well together? That's right. They, yeah, they all work really well together. And, and frankly, they work well with other uh, products that would include, you know, plant growth regulators, um, crop protectants. Uh, even other fertilizers, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you see where maybe calcium and phosphorus or other combinations wouldn't play well together in the tank. But, you know, we see very few, if any, issues with the Grig line as far as compatibility goes. Yeah. Um, when, when Grig came into the picture with Brandt, um, we, we inherited all of the, the research that had been done on the, on the products over the years. And it was more research than I'd ever seen on, on turf products. Uh, so... And, and you kind of lead the, the research for, for these products now. So give me, a, give me an overview of, of the research that's been done and how like the, the level of research that's been done on these products. Yeah, you know, we've been, I think, sort of, like you said, the leader in general in the industry with respect to not only bringing uh, information about, you know, the importance of foliar feeding or spoon feeding, that sort of low dose frequent application of, of nutrients, um, but also then integrating those products into more comprehensive programs associated with, you know, um, weed control and disease control and just improve performance under stress. But some of the key work that we did was looking at uptake efficiency uh, on different uh, turf grass species, different locations. And we kind of, I think, um, set the table for 
a lot of sort of additional uh, complete and balanced formulas in the industry. Um, but our products, we found that were very, very efficient and compared to like soluble um, nutrient formulations. And one of the key things there was specifically the micronutrients. There were significant differences between uh, the Grig formula uptake efficiency versus uh, the soluble with respect to the micronutrients. And I think what Grig was started like 25 years ago by Gary and Mark Grig, uh, who are still, you know, uh, helping, helping the business out today. But um, when they first started, it was, I mean, Gary was a superintendent, right? Or he was a golf course architect or something like that, right? He was a golf course superintendent. A yeah. Super. Yeah. So he, I mean, it's kind of cool that he was a super, he was a user, saw the need for it, you know, found the, found the products and then made the research happen. But I guess my question is with, with the research, did he do it because he knew he needed the proof or did he get, you know, did people not know at the time that foliars could help them? And, and this was his way of, of showing it. It's, yeah. It's interesting. You know, um, Gary's brother, Mark, uh, identified the technology and then would send the products down to Gary to use on the golf course. And he was so impressed. He said, okay, we got to mm-hmm. uh, look more closely at this uh, as a potential solution, like broader solution for, for golf course superintendents. And that's what became at that time, uh, Greg brothers. But I mean, you know, we worked closely with university uh, faculty. We were interested in, you know, drilling down and learning more about uh, foliar technology and specifically how to build more efficient fertilizers. Uh, So, you know, we wanted to get uh, a good indication as to, you know, how efficient these materials were on a variety of turf grass species and bring that information uh, to the, uh, to the industry and to the golf course superintendents. We thought it was really valuable. And to, to my understanding, I mean, I don't think anybody has done anything like this um, in the past or in, to this point, yeah. um, which is really cool, you know? So I feel like we really kind of, we're in a leadership position there. Yeah. And that, that's what it felt like for, for Greg is they were just, you know, really some of the first to the industry, if not the first, and then just to lead the the charge on, on the way foliars can help golf courses has been cool. But one of my favorite things about the Greg product line is that they are used on some of the most notable sports stadiums and golf courses uh, around the world. And, you know, as a kid, whenever you go to a baseball stadium or a baseball game or any type of sport, professional sporting event, and you look at the field and it just looks miraculous, you always wonder, like, how do they do that? And I started working here. I'm like, well, that's how they do it. They, you know, they feed these foliars and get these fertilizers and everything else with so much care onto the field. Um, and the Rose Bowl Stadium is one of them. you know the most notable field in the world uses the Grig products. And so, have you have you done any work with the Rose Bowl at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been brought in on a number of occasions to kind of go over things. I mean, they do a meticulous job. I mean, they demand and expect the best. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've worked on programs with them. Um, and you know, they they I think really appreciate the science that that's uh, associated with sort of how the products work, uh, the performance of the products. But then, of course, the most important thing is that they perform in the real world. You know, there's, yeah. there's a real practical uh, piece of value there that, you know, the most discreet uh, professional managers, you know, insist on. And that's what we can provide with that, with that product line. So, yeah, I mean, they've had great results. Um, 
they're a little hard on themselves sometimes. Yeah. Honestly. They expect a lot. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, it's, it's great to be involved with them. And we certainly have uh, a breadth of customers uh, across, you know, the world, really uh, some very high profile, not only uh, you know, golf courses, but also, as you mentioned, uh, athletic fields. Yeah. The, the Roosevelt stadium, I went out there, uh, I went and interviewed the, the superintendent out there or the turf manager. And that was one of the coolest trips I've ever taken. You know, it was one of those moments where I walk out of the tunnel and I'm on the field. I'm like, well, I'm here for work and this is pretty incredible. And then you're walking around on the field and it just, it, it doesn't look real. It's, it just, the grass looks so cool and it's such a cool stadium. So that was one of my, my favorite things about the grid line is, is, you know, the way it's used on the stadiums uh, to make that, those famous grass look, look the way it does. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, obviously there's a lot that goes into bring mm-hmm. uh, a, a a product like that, a field like yeah. that uh, and others. Um, and it's just, it's great to know that, you know, we can be one component of that, of that program, but, you know, in a situation like that, where there's a, a high level of expectation, you know, it's like, you're only as strong as the weakest link. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm pretty pleased to be a part of that and as brand to be a part of uh, something so great like that. So, yeah. um, so with the Grig products, um, they've got a pretty good product line with, with several different ones, but what are the, the more popular ones that, that you see being used on, on some of these courses and stadiums? Well, you know, the nice thing about the Grig line, is we can generally recommend, you know, a couple products to get started and then build upon that based on, you know, what a turf manager might, might need um, case by case. And those yeah. two products really are the Gary Screen Ultra uh, which is a complete nutrient package. Um, plus it has, again, some um, uh, seed plant extract in there as well. There's also a buffering agent um, and a non-ionic surfactant. And then the other one is PK Plus, which is an excellent you know, nutrient source, uh, potassium, phosphorus, as well as uh, potassium phosphite, uh, which is important for, for plant vigor and plant health. So those are the two that I would say are probably the ones to start with. And then you build from there, you know, uh, for example, Nutrigreen, which is a high phosphorus product. Uh, or, f- uh, for example, you could also look at, um, you know, Silical B, which is a calcium source. When it comes to applying these products onto the golf course, you know, in agriculture, there's several different ways to apply, whether it be plain or different types of sprayers and whatnot and different equipment. So what's what's the typical application method for as far as the equipment goes when it comes to the golf courses? Right. So, you know, you've got two options. You can apply a fertilizer as a granular, you know, uh, or you can apply it as a liquid or a foliar. The foliar applications go out um, with a boom sprayer um, and they go out frequently. And I say so for putting greens, for example, uh, they might go out every seven to 14 days for fairways, every 14 to 28 days, depending mm-hmm. on the golf course. Um, and as you, so the nozzle is the last thing that that spray solution touches uh, before it hits the ground. So things like nozzle selection and uh, water volume um, or dilution rate will have big impacts on uh, product placement and also ultimately on product efficiency. But they, the, the products are applied with the boom sprayer. Yeah, you really want good. I mean, the key thing is having really good coverage on the canopy. And, you know, that's especially important for not only, you know, maximizing um, uh, foliar fertilizer uptake efficiency, but also 
you know, if you've got a contact fungicide in the tank too, that's also where you want uh, to have that material placed as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the equipment. And then as far as timing goes, I mean, again, in agriculture, we know the, the, the lifespan of the crop before it's harvested, um, but grass is kind of continuously growing. So when is, when is the best timing for, um, for these products? Is it on a rotation? Is it, you know, uh, seasonal specific or all of the above? Well, it's great that you asked that question, Alex, because I, I think that right now is the time where you're going to realize the biggest benefit. You can apply foliar fertilizers um, throughout the entire growing season. But for example, right now in the, um, in the northern tier where, you know, uh, cool season grasses are being managed and you've got a little bit of, of uh, summer stress going on, uh, now's a really good time because the, the root system oftentimes will become compromised either by the environment or by the grass species that you're growing. And if that's the case, then that root system becomes a little bit, there's limitations as to how much nutrient um, the plant can acquire uh, from the soil. So by supplementing with a foliar uh, fertilizer program, a golf course superintendent or a turf manager will ensure that there's adequate nutrition being supplied to the plant for optimum vigor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense as far as timing goes. Um, yeah. Then just kind of a, a general question here. And last episode, I had Andrew Peterson on. Again, we talked about foliars and Maniplex and being one of them and, and just foliars in general. And from what I took away, you know, one of the ben biggest benefits of using foliar fertilizers is, you know, if you go granular, then that product has to get, you know, taken up through the root system, right? And when you do a foliar, you can maybe bypass that process and, and get the nutrients where they need to be quicker and more efficient. So is that, is that a good summary of, of why foliar or is there anything else to add or change to that? Well, absolutely. I mean, the other key thing is that by supplying the nutrients uh, more frequently and in lower doses is you have a little bit more control over the the growth uh, and the color of the turf grass. Um, you know, a golf course superintendent doesn't want excessive growth. So anytime uh, a nutrient is applied in a large quantity and, and relies on, you know, microbial activity or soil moisture to release that nutrient in the soil, um, it's it's quite plausible that some of that nutrient will be, you know, released and available to the plant when you don't want it. And then mm -hmm. you end up with, you know, a flush of growth. So by supplying nutrient, um, again, what we call spoon feeding nutrient to the, to the turf grass plants, you end up with more control over those types of, of things, shoot growth particularly. Yeah. Let me, let me jump back to timing. Cause this is a question I, I just thought of is, um, so if you spray the product and then you mow, does that kind of cancel out the application you just made? Or if you, mow and then spray, is there enough plant for the product to get into? Yeah, there, there is. I mean, I would suggest the latter, even though like we talked about with the humectant properties, having that material and solution is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, but if you apply that, you know, ma the material onto a canopy that's covered in dew, you're going to dilute it that much more. And I just don't think, so what we recommend is, yeah, even after you cut the, the turf, in fact, you have an excised tissue there that could be a point of entry. Mm -hmm. But you still have plenty, you still, I mean, those, you got to remember that those canopies are super dense. So there's still plenty of leaf surface area, you know, to, to accept uh, the nutrient after you mow. So 
yeah, that's yeah. our recommendation. Well, I think that's all the questions that I had for this one. Um, you know, just kind of general overview of, of turf foliars and the specific products that we have in a couple of our lines. But anything else that you have to, to share about foliars or any of these products that we talked about, please, please let it be heard. Well, thanks, Alex. Um, a couple things, you know, what we've tried to do over the years, especially with our research uh, uh, strategies, is to look at, you know, how we can integrate, and I think I mentioned it earlier, how do we integrate some of these products into more comprehensive programs as it relates to, um, you know, pest management, disease management. We've we've generated um, lots of what we call nutritional IPM programs. You know, we're very focused on... Um, What's the IPM stand for? What's that? What's IPM stand for? I can't remember. So that's integrated pest management. Integrated pest management, gotcha. Yeah, you know, so we think it's really important to... Um, to follow sort of that type of management strategy. Um, you know, the other key thing for, for me is the, it's important to, this, this goes without saying, but it's important to calibrate first, right? Because um, you wanna be able to supply the correct nutrient per area that you're applying. And, you know, you don't wanna waste material right? Because then you're going to waste money. Yeah. And there's also a lot of problems associated with applying too much nutrient, but you also want to apply the right amount to, you don't want, you don't want to shortchange things either. So calibration is, is key. And uh, so after the calibration is completed, then you apply the, the foliar fertilizers, which again, are the most, it's the most efficient way to get nutrient into the plant. And, you know, when you maximize nutrient uptake efficiency, you're going to limit losses to the environment. So um, I think that just is a really good message for, um, for golf course superintendents and turf managers in general. And I think it fits into uh, our overall strategy of, you know, nutritional integrated pest management. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a good message. Um, you know, to be efficient, the best, the, the best way that you can, whether it be, you know, efficiently getting nutrients into the, the plant or efficiently making your applications where you're not wasting anything or the right amount. So I, I like that a lot, but that, that covers what I had, um, man, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us again for, for a quick update on, on what's going on and some info about, you know, the products that we have to offer. So, uh, we're going to hope that things continue to move in the right direction for golf courses and, and people stay safe and, and we can get kind of rolling back to normal. But it uh, seems like time being golf courses are, are hanging in there, which is, which is a good sight to see. Sounds good. Hey, um, next time, Alex, we'll, if, if I am, am able to get out into the field, uh, I'll get with you soon and we can discuss, you know, what I've, what I've been observing out there. Um, I do have a couple projects that are close by that I'll be able to get to. So, you know, as I have um, updates on how our trials are going this year or how, um, you know, what kind of challenges, uh, success stories are out there, certainly we can, we can talk about that next time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna have you back on because uh, it's just, it's so much knowledge that, that gets thrown out there. I learn a lot, uh, I know everybody else does, so we, we, we'll be sure to have you back on, man. So awesome. thanks again. Awesome. Looking forward to it. There you have it. Another knowledge drop from the man himself, Dr. Gordon Kaufman. Hit him up on Twitter. He's always putting good content out there. Thank you so much for listening. More episodes to come, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.